Welcome to Polymaths episode 5. Uh, my name is Chris Frossin. I'm uh, Ashley Callum. And together we are shit. No, we did that last week. We did that joke last no, week. Um, so, number you five, can right? find me, number five already, you can find me mm. on Twitter. Uh, I'm at Chris Frossin. Um, and you can also find me on Facebook if you want to, I suppose. Uh, I'm at Calisthenics UK. Uh, you can find me on Facebook as well, just under one name, or under uh, Facebook. Uh, complete calisthenics. Complete calisthenics. Yeah. Which is this uh, world famous book. Just hit 20,000 likes actually. 20,000? Yeah. 20,000 on Facebook? Yeah, so I've got to. Um, That's your five. I've got to send out five five free books now. Five free book sending select out. Some, select some people. The only problem with that is. You're going to select me? Did you share the page? Yeah. Did I don't it? think I did actually. I don't think I have well, to share the page. Not eligible. <laughs> and you've already got a copy. <laughs> <laughs> I need it no, signed. The only, the only trouble is, is if somebody likes your page and they share it, you can't send a message to them directly, which I can From understand. Yeah, I know. Because it's frustrating. So then sometimes I'll send people messages if they if they've asked me a question or some something or if I just need to get in contact with anybody, and it it just goes unanswered, unless I add them personally and say this is actually from Complete Calisthenics, yeah. blah blah blah. So it's a bit of a wait. I think if you send it because you've got those on Facebook, you've got the inbox and you've got the other inbox. Other so inbox I think yeah. they probably go I, into the other yeah, inbox. Hardly anyone ever checks it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've, I've, I've I don't think experience, I do. but, but um, no, you can f- you can find uh, the Polymath uh, podcast on Twitter as well. It says at Polymathcast. So any feedback, any comments, any abuse, any abuse, or if you're offended, which we'll talk about in a bit, if you're offended by our podcast, then please get in touch so we can ignore you. Yeah, it'll go straight in the trash. Yep. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we, I think we should break off straight off on that one. Actually, we can start straight off on that. Uh, because the big news this week, or the big news for me, and probably this for year, us as well, probably. this year, the big news, the massive news, is that we've managed to land a spacecraft. We. Not we personally. Well, we, the human race. Human, not, yeah, yeah, humankind. A guy, called, a guy called Math, Dr. Matthew Taylor, uh, who, who was pretty he was pretty well up on it. He was, I think he sorted out the uh, final trajectory and stuff. Mm. Um, but uh, the... Uh, European Space Agency, so ESA, have managed to land a spacecraft on a comet, uh, which is two and a half miles wide, which is pretty big. Uh, well, it sounds big, but I suppose in the expanse of the universe, expanse of space, it's tiny. Tiny. So it must have been a, uh, It could still wipe out the Earth if it landed. They so they caught up to it, didn't they, from behind? It's travelling at something like twenty-four thousand miles an hour, and we can't get a spacecraft going that fast um, using any propulsion that we've got on Earth. Uh, so it had to slingshot itself between Earth and Mars, Earth and Mars, Earth and Mars to get enough speed to catch it up. And I think it's been following it's been following it for ten years. Yeah, it's a long time. Yeah. Well, it's been trying to catch it up for ten years. Um, I think it's probably been orbiting it for for a few few years now while they've been planning it. But the drop ha- happened was it last Tuesday. Mm, I think so. I think it started at eight o'clock in the morning and it, it landed at about four o'clock. That's our time, obviously. Mm. Um, but incredible. And did you know, random fact, uh, the landing craft called Philae is named after a island in the a Nile. Cheese? No. no, it's named after <laughs> it's named after a holy cheese uh, who prayed every week. No, it's it's named after an island in the Nile uh, where they found an obelisk that contained um, a deciphering code for the hieroglyphics to the Rosetta Stone. Ah right, okay. So that's that's interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah that's, that's why it's why it's called Philae. Um and then obviously yeah. Rosetta is the uh, the spacecraft. 
Yeah, so, uh, yeah, shirt. So, yeah, he went and he managed to... What's happened? We've landed on the moon. We've landed on Mars. When did we land on Mars? Ten years ago? I don't know. It must be at least, wasn't it? Yeah. More than ten years ago. It was a while ago. So we've landed on the moon in 70... uh, 69? 69, 70. Um, Few songs. Landed on the moon... uh, Landed on Mars... I don't know, for the sake of argument, 2005. And now we've finally landed on the comet. Uh, And the world, in its incredible annoyance has decided that it wants to focus on the guy's shirt rather than the fact that he's landed a bloody mm. spacecraft on the comet because the shirt is somehow offensive somehow i don't somehow. i don't understand it myself it, it, it's i don't know what i don't know what sort of person would complain um i'm pretty sure i wouldn't be friends with a person like that i mean i don't know well, maybe I would. I mean, I, I don't know what, I don't know why you'd complain. I mean, I suppose what would the complaints be that it was sexist or something? But um, yeah, derogatory to women. I don't know. I don't, and I don't really know. I would. I mean, also, I'm not a woman, so I, I, I couldn't say. But the the women that I do know that don't really think that is. He's obviously not a you know. So this the, the that thing that you said about Stephen Fry having the conversation with. Christopher Hitchens yeah. and saying that anybody who gets offended is basically just an excuse to have a wine. Yeah, well, if it's Sounds say, oh, about... I, I'm offended by that, or well, it is just a wine. It, 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 it's... I mean, because what what they think the outcome's going to be, oh, I'm offended by that. Okay, well, I'll stop doing whatever offended you. Okay, I'll take my shirt off and then you can just see my Rosetta tattoo. He's got a, have you seen his tattoo? No. He's got it's... a Rosetta tattoo. It's awesome. See, this is, I mean, this is what I was, what I was saying just, one, just before we, we started the podcast was that, that these guys need to. You know, they they need to think outside the box. They can't yeah. just go right. Okay, well, well, we'll do, we'll do just the normal procedures to land on a comet. Well, it's never been done before. You have to think outside the box, or you have to have a, a, a an inquisitive mind. You have to have a type of mind that will be able to work out problems that no one else has been able to solve. Yeah. Otherwise, they would have done it already. If they if they miscalculated the trajectory down to the comet by one centimeter, then they would have missed the comet. Yeah. Which is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, I suppose the speed and the size of the comet. And, yeah. yeah. And, and it's, you know, those sorts of people are, uh, uh, maybe even if they're introvert people that, that aren't, you know, aren't necessarily that outgoing, they're still going to be, they still might be into um, non-mainstream music or, or arts or cultural or whatever, just probably just because they're that sort of person. Yeah. You know, if you're, if you're just a normal person that likes working nine to five and just has a you know 2.4 kids or whatever i don't necessarily know whether you'd be this type of person that would be able to figure out how to land something no, on it i mean that's, that's i could probably, be completely wrong but I'm, I'm guessing that popular culture pop culture is is named because it's popular and it's culture therefore the the most people who are going to be enjoying pop culture are going to be the the random normal the people who well i say normal mainstream people who have got a nine to five job 2.4 children yeah um so, well, like, I, mean, I, I've I was, got a, I was kind a... of more annoyed. I, mean, I, was, I, was, I was extremely annoyed that people were going, "Oh, well, why, why haven't you done this?" Instead of going, "Oh my God, you know, who cares what shirt he's wearing? They've just landed a thing on yeah. a comet." But, but uh, the fact that he—I mean, I don't know who—I don't know if he was pressured into making an apology. I don't know if he thought he should have made one himself and then made one. Um, but you know, broke, I, I would have broke down I, when I he was making exactly. his apology. I would have they ruined him. him. I would have loved to him come out then and just gone. 
I've just landed a, a thing on a comet. Fuck you. Yeah. That's it. That's all. All he should have said. He should, yeah, there should have been no other, no other conversation. The human race has just landed on a comet out in the. Well, I mean, it's miles away as well. That, it's miles away. It's what, obviously miles away, but it's, we, we it's further, further out than Earth. It's, oh yeah, yeah. It's, 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 a, it's. I mean, even if it was near Earth, I mean, it's it's going that fast. And oh, it's no. that small. It, it's twenty four thousand, twenty four and a half thousand miles now. Yeah. You try catching that up. It's like, you, it's like chucking a javelin ten thousand <laughs> yards and hitting a hit a fly. That was the fly I wanted to hit. Was it? You know, played for. That's you know, that, that's played for and got. I hit the fly. No, it's frustrating. And, and then the other thing as well that came out is that we landed the thing on the comet, and then at the same time as we did, did this massive human advancement, Kim Kardashian went and put a photoshopped photo of her bum out on the internet, and it is photoshopped. I've seen the original. Um, yeah. So, it's, how much do you want to drag away from the fact that we're actually advancing? I, I mean, the I, I just. I think some people are advancing it, and it's some people. I mean, I don't, we've spoken about it before about the the. We we don't just have a rich poor gap now. We have a intellect gap. Uh, yeah, intellect gaps, and it's not even intellect because I I certainly couldn't land a, a spacecraft no. on <laughs> no. on a meteorite. I'm oh, sorry, a, a, a but a, it's fascinating a comet. Um, but I can. I get the same sort of sense of awe yeah. and transcendence and the rest of it from that. You know, I, I watch videos on YouTube of, of the Saturn V launch and think, Christ, that is ridiculous. Um, and the uh, uh, the human universe. Yeah. With Brian Cox. Did, you, did you see episode five? Yes. Did you see when he's walking under the Saturn V? Yes. And he, yes. Yeah, he's, oh he's talking about stage two. Oh, this is that I've been at X many hundred tons. And it, uh, and it, I was it, thinking, it burns I was thinking, a thousand, I was thinking, yeah, that's pretty massive. And, he, and he, goes, he goes, this was one, this was at the time, you know, one of the most powerful, but the... The, the the first you know the, the number yeah. one was stage one and then he walks underneath it and the camera pans out bang. Just, you just think yeah. how the shit can that thing get off the ground and it how have we built that um, and in 1969 or in the 1960s yeah and then and then I went in to, to look at some of the R1 engines and a lot of the stuff was hand welded really yeah every engine was almost unique because it was hand built they didn't have the they didn't have the tools to make it wow um and there's a company I can't remember that I can't remember the name. Somebody else might know, might know it. Um, uh, but they've made basically a, a, an updated version, so it's a lot simpler. It's a yeah. lot uh, instead of having like five thousand parts, it's got about forty eight. Yeah. Wow. Um, just because they've taken, you know, they said a lot of the. But they said there was there was hundreds and hundreds of welds, like really really beautiful weld work, you know, um, on like the exhaust weld and, porn. and, and <laughs> weld porn. There is such a thing as weld porn. Weld believe porn, yeah. me, it's awesome. Um, and. and you know, you just think, Christ, they did that in 1960, and, uh, and uh, it's funny because the astronaut, I think, was it? Uh, no, it wasn't John Doran, was it? It was Charlie Charlie Duke. that was interviewing. He said, um, Brian Cox said to him, "Could could we do this now?" And he's just like, "No." It's like not technological. It's, techn- it's not a technological problem. He says we had 400,000 yeah. people and yeah. an unlimited budget. Yeah. He says you can do a lot. Yeah. <laughs> we can't. We, can, you know, we haven't got you that. Can put, you can put man on the moon in in ten years. You know. Um, but you just think of all I of mean, that. There's, there's you, a mass, but it, it it is popular. You know, it, it when the moon landings were going on, everybody was obsessed with it and stuff. But it was, but then like you watch the Apollo 13 film, yeah. Um, and I remember when they're filming themselves on the way to the moon, they were they they thought they were being broadcast on TV, and then they told his wife, yeah, Tom Hanks' wife, that, that oh yeah, they're not even they're not even broadcasting it on on you know normal normal television. Like like cable television, because what people were 
you know, by, you know, they land, okay, they landed on 11, 12 went and went, and by what, so two, two missions later, people aren't interested in landing on the moon. I That's mean, media's fault. Yeah. But then again, it's media's it, fault. It should be, the, the, um, I think the only reason that a lot of people knew about that Rosetta thing is that because their friend shared it on Facebook. Yeah. It's not a media thing. It's not a. It's not been on CNN. It wasn't on. It was on BBC, but it's it's not high priority on the news. And surely it's people who are sharing it on Facebook. So if that if that's the only way you can find out about cool stuff that's happening, I mean I don't watch TV anymore. I read newspapers, <sighs> so I'm almost completely uh, detached from. I mean I don't really know what's going on unless I unless I make a conceited effort to. Uh, yeah, yeah, I try to read BBC news every day, but. Um, but you know, if they want science and everything and technology to be in the forefront, surely they need characters like guys wearing Carl Sagan, bang. Well, like this guy wearing yeah, wearing a t-shirt wearing, with, wearing a t- with, <laughs> with like, like half nude women on. It was a psychedelic. It was it was a representation yeah. of a psychedelic dream that Kenny had in the South Park episode. Yeah. And how many times have people watched South Park and been offended? Loads, probably. A thousand, I undoubtedly. Yesterday. Yeah. Like but I was saying earlier, like South Park's probably... You need people like that, you know. Like, I watched, a, I watched a um, lecture with Lawrence Krauss. I mean, I don't know if he's... He's my favourite physicist, only because he's one of the only ones I know, I know of. <laughs> that's but that's he's like done, he, he's done, You know, he might not be at the forefront of... of um, I mean, I think he he's obviously an intelligent guy. I think he works with CERN and, and does uh, runs the Origins Project in yeah. Arizona State University and things. But the lectures he gives are hilarious. Because he's... You know, he's. Uh, I watched one the other day, and he says, "Oh, you know." Um, he says that a reason, you know, uh, uh, people don't like, you know, uh, physics is because it, it's taught by physics teachers, and everybody laughed. And then, yeah. and then he says, you know, and, wor- and worse, yeah, you know, some of those people are maths teachers, like you know, and he, yeah. he got a laugh, and he, but he says it, uh, you know, he, he's sarcastic. He's offended funny, all and, the maths teachers um, in the world. And he tells a joke. He, he his the only physics joke he knows. He says, you know, there's a there's a farm. Um, and the cows aren't producing as much milk as they should be. You know, the yeah. farmer's like, oh, well, you know, I need to bring some experts in. So he brings in um, an engineer, a psychologist, <laughs> and a physicist. <laughs> and um, the engineer says, oh, have you heard this? Yeah, yeah go on. And he said, the engineer says, um, right, well, you know, the, the milk pumps, they need to be, they need to, you know, the, the tubes need to have yeah. a 40% bigger diameter so you get more milk for them. And <laughs> the psychologist says, you need to paint the barn green and, you know, stuff so the cows feel better and they'll produce more milk. And the physicist says, right, Assume the cow is a sphere. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it. But he started with that joke, and then he went on to describe how um, <laughs> he says, "Right, you know what?" And then he—that's right. He went from that. He says, "Right, okay, the body of the the, the the cow is a sphere. Then we need we need a cylinder to be its neck. You know, so you drew a little cylinder on the, yeah. on the whiteboard. He says, you know, we'll draw a, draw a smaller uh, circle. That's his head. That's his head. Uh, and then he says, right. He says, how how thick does the neck need to be? To support the head, and obviously he did some simple physics and stuff, which I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> some simple physics and maths calculations, and worked out okay, the neck needs to be this wide. Then he extrapolated it up and said, right, why does why do big dinosaurs only have tiny heads? Well, because the neck would need to be x would need yeah. to be exponentially more thick, you know, more girth to support, whatever, to support, support the, head. the bigger head. He says that's why dinosaurs. Like he says, he says there you go. Just by assuming that that a cow is a sphere. <laughs> We've worked out, <laughs> worked out, worked out why the dinosaurs, you know, never, yeah. never made it or whatever. Um, 
But when, you if you're watching like Brian Cox's stuff, like I mean, the, the the stuff that he does, and he keeps going on and saying, "This is this is why I love physics." There was one in the Wonders of the Solar System that he had, where he worked out how much power the sun puts out every second, and he he did it with a thermometer, a tin can, water, and an umbrella. So he was in a desert. He filled um, filled a tin can full of water. We'll edit um, that. We'll edit that sneeze out. <laughs> edit the sneeze out. <laughs> <laughs> So he's, he's in the desert, he's got a tin can full of water, uh, he puts the umbrella over it so it comes up to ambient temperature, so it's the same temperature, puts a thermometer in it, and he takes takes uh, the umbrella away and lets the sun warm the water, and because you can work out the specific heat capacity of the water and how much it goes up by, you can work out how much power the sun has put onto that tiny little bit of earth. All right. Um, and then once you've worked that out, you can work out how much power is put out across the whole of the earth, and then how much power is put out by the whole of the diameter and the circumference of the sun. Mm. And it's a ridiculous amount. Like every second it's, it's enough to power the entire Earth. Yeah, for, it would be, yeah. For, Forever. It's, so it's, and that's why, you love, that's why you, things like that makes you love physics, because you can work out how much power the sun's got using that. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's... Uh, I mean, they need people like that, because it's, it can be... I mean, I did inorganic chemistry and in, in organic chemistry at um, university for a year as part of a as part of a biochemistry course. Um, biochemistry. And Christ, I mean, the lectures, Jesus. But there was one guy. Uh, uh, he won't be listening to this, even if he is. He won't know who I'm talking about. But um, <laughs> name and shame. It, well, I've got no idea who he was. <laughs> he won't have any idea. I, and I probably only went to like three lectures. So, um, because he was but basically, had a, an old school projector. Yeah. One of the big ones, about a yep. foot, yeah, foot taller stuff. Used to put a clear sheet of, I don't know what they used to call it. that. Uh, acetate. Acetate, yeah. And then write on it. You just have to, you just have to copy that out. That was really? It. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not joking. See, we talked about this two episodes all the laws ago, of th- about inspiring teachers. All the laws of thermodynamics, those sorts of things. I was just like, this is... Have, this if is you ever get crazy. chance, and anybody who's listening, if you ever get chance as well, actually, I urge you to go and do it. Go onto YouTube and just search for interesting... Uh, uh, interesting physics lectures because there's so many guys on there it's usually guys in America who are like nuts um, which is a little bit of a flip because it's usually the English guys Bill, Bill Nye is quite good isn't he with the, yeah. like the bow tie uh, but there's one Bill about Nye's there's one about the pendulum and it's his first it's his first physics lecture um, of the year kind of thing that's right so he stands got, against the wall doesn't he yeah, it's brilliant if yeah. this hits me I'll die yeah oh, <laughs> so he's got all he's got all these new uh, what's, the, what's the first term called in America freshman right. Uh, freshman, freshman? Yeah. so he's got all these new new freshmen. It's their first lecture, and he's got this massive pendulum that he pulls down from the from the uh, from the ceiling. Walks over to walks over to the wall and puts it up by his face. So obviously it's going to swing back and then swing back towards his face. And he says, because of physics and because of drag and everything, if I let go of this, it's going to lose energy as it goes across that way. It'd lose energy when it comes back, and it should stop before it hits my face because that's physics. He says, if it doesn't work, and, phys- and I'm wrong about physics, it's going to smash my face in and I'm going to die. And he drops it, and it obviously it comes back, and it stops about two inches away from his face. Yeah. Because that's physics. But that's like, that's how you grasp a, that's how you grab a lecture theatre by, by the throat and drag them through physics. Yeah, interesting, yeah. It has to be, it has to be applicable. I remember... Yeah, like you say, Carl, Carl, Sagan, Sagan, Carl Sagan was picked to lead the, um, to lead the Voyager... Um, spacecraft missions and to be the face of the media and everything because he was such an engaging guy. Yeah. I thought Richard, Feynman, then, Richard Feynman was good yeah. as well. And then you've got this guy, Matt Taylor, who 
potentially could be. Potentially could we be. Don't know because well, yeah. he, you know, he's just been. Because he's just maybe been... that's his first time on camera or whatever. Or even if it wasn't, yeah. you know, he, he's been throw him a bone for God's sake. Exactly. Just go. Oh well, you know, yeah, this guy's. Just, let's just let's just see if he can inspire people. Whatever you know. But then playing devil's advocate, does the fact that he's landed a um, a thing on a comet, a, a spacecraft on a comet, does that give him the right to offend people? Playing devil's advocate. Well, I see. I, I would. I would be all oh, controversial. I'd be. I'd say <laughs> that. I, I. I don't know whether even offence taking should be. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't care if I offended somebody. Uh, I don't know. So, to me, it's not a because it must. It must be just an opinion. Surely, yeah, it's a why. You can't have a. You can't have a factual offence. Uh, offence taking. Because what? Because ah, that's interesting. What, can you simply because what one first person finds offensive, somebody else doesn't. It's subjective, isn't it? It's like art. So is art offensive? Is is a, is is Picasso? Well, it can be. I, I mean, mean, a Picasso. It's, have, it's you seen, if... have you seen the Picasso uh, gallery? No. It's no. that's that's like nude women with blood coming out from all over the place everywhere. That's that could be screwed, screwed as offensive. I'm guessing. But, but is it, I mean, then art subjective? Would it would it be offensive if? No one said that that offends me. If a tree falls in a forest with no one around, it because it, w- it wouldn't be, would it? I mean, if no. it, if, if it's it, it, it's like um, you know, no no one ever has to defend to defend popular speech <laughs> because it's a, it's popular yeah, speech. Because it's popular speech, it. yeah. It's, you know, it's the eighty percent. You know, it, it, it's. But then on the flip side, should should his boss not have stood up and said, "Look, we've yeah, just landed it." Yeah. Throw him a bone and and um, or, well, okay, well, he's made a mistake. Like well, Sean was saying earlier, he's made a mistake. should they have some sort of uniform or, or or something like that? But then I was saying, well, maybe these people need. They obviously need to think outside the box. Yeah. Obviously, they need to be. They tri- need an environment. It's not like they just need to know lots of lots of equations and how to work out problems. They need to be creative people. Yeah, it's you know they're they're almost like a, you know it, it, it's. Yeah, I mean you know a lot of these engineers that that. Oh yeah, they are. They are. Creative people, they are well, it's artists. How you, it's it's, it's you know, different it's not, ways, it's not... and it's, a, it's, it's something that I really admire as well. It's diff, different ways of being able to support people um, who have different personalities. Like I've got, uh, and you know him as well, a guy called Bob Harvey, who's a client of mine at, uh, mm, at the yeah. gym. And uh, he runs a multi-million pound company. Joined it 15, 20 years ago, uh, and it was three guys, and now it's a multi-million pound uh, he was at the company. bottom as well. He was telling me he, mm, he was doing. Some, yeah. I can't remember what he was doing, but he was at the bottom. Yeah, no, he was. He was doing really well. But um, he's he's was telling me um, was it yesterday or Sunday? He was telling me on Sunday how he has to look after, in inverted commas, all the creative people, all the software developers, and every Friday, every Friday from uh, one o'clock till four o'clock, they have playtime. So they all bring in their Magic the Gathering cards. And they have like creative playtime. Really? Yeah. Jesus. So on a Friday afternoon, they have a creative outlet. They have something to geek out on almost. And he says, you've got to do that because, um, and he said, he said, if I don't do that, I don't get the best creative people because there are other companies who are providing this and the creative people go there. Like Google are offering a ridiculous, he was saying that Google are offering fertility treatment for women so they can freeze their eggs so that they can chase their career. And then have children later on. So that Google are paying some women to to freeze their eggs. But you've got to look after. That's one of the things I was wanting to talk about and wanting to ask you. Like, do you think? Do you think you're well? A. Do you think you're an introvert or an extrovert? And B. Do you think you deal with people differently, knowing 
uh, what kind of personality they are. Because I, 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 um, I would say I really admire people who are able to kind of pull out the best in people, but but by changing their inputs, I wouldn't to necessarily bring out say I'm a different person. I don't, I don't feel the need to. You know, some people have like homeless friends. I'm not. I don't feel the need to be like that. I think sometimes there's uh, like when you see, you know, you see like. Um, like parties on on TV or like an advert or something. Yeah. yeah. You met you. You meant to think, oh my god, that looks amazing. Well, I, I don't think that. No. It just looks like a ball ache to me sometimes. Because <laughs> you, you just because only because the vast majority of those people, um, either either you won't gel as a as a person as a personality. At least I don't feel like I would. Um, or they wouldn't be interested in what you've got to say. You yeah. wouldn't be interested in what they've got to yeah. say. Which is why, I mean, it, used to, not, it didn't used to bother me when I was younger, but I used to think, oh, well, maybe I should be talking about this, maybe I should be interested in this, that, and the other. I was thinking, and then, but as I've got older, I'm 31, I'm yeah, thinking, well, yeah, screw that, right. I, I'm interested in what I'm interested in. But I'm it takes so long it. to get there. Yeah, it does. Because I, yeah. I went through the first half of my 20s trying to be... Uh, trying to be somebody who went to parties because that's what everybody else did. Everybody else goes to parties, so you go to parties and you interact and blah 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 blah. Yeah. Are you coming clubbing? You get to you get yeah, are you coming clubbing? Yeah, go on then I'll come out clubbing and you pay ten quid to go into a club and you go, fucking hell this is shit. Yeah. And Wow then, I'm listening to music yeah. that I detest <laughs> hundred and twenty decibels. And I can't this hear is... to because I'm six foot five as well, so all the conversation happens underneath my shoulders, so I can't hear <laughs> yeah. it. Especially when I'm there. <laughs> so all the, I've got to bend down to listen to any conversation that's going on. So you don't hear anything. You cut you <laughs> Yeah, so you get to 28 or 29 or something, and I think the earlier this happens, the better. As soon as you realise that you're in it for yourself, the better. So you chase what you want, and that's that's what I was. That's one of the things I was saying about when you were writing. If you write and be true to yourself, then you end up getting followers for who you are rather than who you try yeah. to pretend to be. I'm 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 definitely trying to do that because I know I know in um uh in this first novel I've done, um, which I'm still waiting. I think the proof, the final proof, should arrive. <sighs> I know it just takes so today time. was going to be the big release day on the podcast, but it'll well, be, I need it'll to. I, I need next to, week. I I sent off for the proof uh, right. a few days ago, but they print it in Carolina of all places, uh, on Amazon, but and then they send it over. Yeah. So I need the actual physical paperback. Yeah. Copy. Then so I'll, we'll, I'll, I'll uh, one final read through. So it should be out by the weekend. Don't try and announce it for next week. Yeah, we'll definitely be out for next next yeah. week. If it's not, then you can berate me. Yeah. But yeah, I I think um, this first one I didn't do too. I didn't really swear too much in it but it wasn't really that sort of book the next one I'm doing will have because it's a bit grittier and it's a bit more of a thriller. I think that was one of the first things I said wasn't it yeah there's uh, no swearing in the book but you swear on page one yeah yeah I think that uh, that was yeah I don't know I don't know why but yeah this one like, will have swearing and stuff in it. I, I, don't, I would never I'd like to think that I'd never write a book and and think to myself ah oh, will, will, will that yeah yeah or, or will that go over poorly with X demographic. Yeah, I never ever want to think like that uh, because that's well because that's that's not your market. That's not what I get in, got into writing. That's for. not I your got, market though. Well, exactly. Yeah. If you're if you're worrying yeah. about offending a demographic, then that's not your market. Because you can't please everybody. Because no. then you'll get people that are like, oh well, this isn't gritty enough. There's no swearing in it. There's yeah, no exactly. violence. There's the no more sex, you put your, the no more you put your work or your opinions or whatever out there, the more you do that, the more people you're going to offend. Just that's just in the nature of the world. There's more people that. If you get in contact with more people, then there's a higher percentage of those people who are going to be offended by what you say. Mm. But no, yeah, I think I'm... and whine about it. Oh, yeah, I think I'm like halfway between the two because I mean, if it's 
if someone's birthday or something, then yeah, I'll go out and stuff. But it, it it's... yes, yeah. I'm not one of those people where you know when when it used to come to the weekend when I was a teenager or even early twenties when I was at uni, I didn't think, oh my god, it's Saturday night. You got a lot of people. Oh, Saturday night, Friday night, yeah, go out. Saturday night, yeah, go out. I mean. I don't know. I think some of the best times I had when I was going out in town was when I was going out with like four people, rather than twenty. I mean, there were some, there were some. Um, yeah, you work... used to have some food and a chat and stuff yeah. like that. And there were some work dudes that we had at um, like years ago at David Lloyd that were we had twenty five people come out, twenty five thirty people, um, which I suppose in some way was awesome, but you, it's just too many mm. in my head. Anyway, and it's funny about the the kind of. Um... The stigma that some things have. Like, I don't watch any TV. Right, it saves myself, saves, saves myself a lot of time. Yeah. The, the missus doesn't either. Yeah. You know, so we've got a lot of time to uh, to do other things. But honestly, we, we, when I met Siobhan, she was really into computer games. I hadn't played a computer game in a little while, uh, but I used to when I was when I was, when yeah. I was a bit younger, teenager and stuff like that, into, into my twenties. Um, and because she did, I got back into it, and then yeah. we, we've got Xbox One, PS4, and, and, and she's got loads of games. 360, PS3. Yeah, but they, they were both Mac. hers, though. Oh, yeah, okay. I'm Mac for work, though. I'm a Mac for work, but... Um, and Elite Dangerous. So, yeah, so a lot of... Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so a lot of, a lot of electronic <laughs> devices, only a few games for each, you know, obviously we're talking about Destiny and stuff like that. Um, so, but someone like my mum can't, can't understand, or, or, oh, you know... Exactly, that, that, yeah, that, it's a waste that, of time. And I'm like, mum, I don't watch TV. Well, yeah, but I'm like... Um, you watch a lot. You and my dad watch a lot of TV. Well, not a lot, but they watch TV. Even yeah. my sister gets annoyed about it when she goes and sees them. Um, but I, I said, can't, uh, computer I can't game do... is something active. You're yeah. you, you you're inputting stuff, it, yeah. regardless of whether you're just pushing buttons, or whatever. There's a kind of uh, uh, there is a feedback and then even if say on. if I'm uh, Destiny, we're talking to you, talking to Callis, talking to Nick Tranter, talk to anybody, then it's a, a more it's a much more social interaction than watching That's TV one of the things that's keeping me in Destiny at the moment. Yeah, it's because the social aspect kind of, of it. The social aspect of kind of logging on and we've got a, we've got a group me chat going, which is kind of keeping me entertained. Um, but, I mean, if I, if I, I played... When did I start playing? I played computer games when I was... started playing computer games when I was 18, properly. Uh, I mean, everybody had computer games and we had the Sega Mega Drive and things. I think we had a... Uh, I had an Atari. My friend had a Commodore 64 with a... <laughs> loading screen oh, that went through that, yeah. and we had to play it was a game called Saboteur that we used to play and then um, Prince of Persia of course Saboteur Saboteur oh right yeah it was awesome and Prince of Persia came through uh, but the first game I ever got kind of got hooked on uh, and is oddly why I got the credit card but because it was so long ago and it was an American game you couldn't have the monthly subscription if you were in England unless you had a credit card because yes. debit cards weren't um, accepted uh, over in America, so that was EverQuest, and I played that for, well, some say too long, but some say, some say, some say. No, I, That's I, what I mean. Though. It's, how, it's, how long did I play it for? It's always everyone. It's always someone else. I played it for opinion. about five it's years, like four or five years. Yeah. But then the people I met on that, I met, um, for some reason, it was really big in Sweden. So I met lots of people from Sweden, and I went over to Sweden three times a year. Um, in the middle of me playing EverQuest, in the middle of that kind of era, going to see my friends in inverted commas. Because like tradi- traditionally, I love Sweden. You know, because in, uh, but traditionally, someone would say, "Ah, oh, well, if Chris was in playing EverQuest, he's just going to be stuck in his bedroom." Well, yeah, it hasn't. It's it's 
You've been to Sweden three times a year. You wouldn't have done before. No, not at probably all. Probably not. Not know, at because all. How do you get because in I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have. Even, it wouldn't have even been on my bucket list, Sweden, for a long time. I'm sure. But it's an awesome place. And I don't know why. Uh, uh, it's weird. It's weird stigmas then, like that because there's not, started, stig- there's not a stigma about wasting your life watching yeah. TV, but there is one about playing computer actually games. Playing computer games. Yeah. I don't understand it. But I mean, they've they've had the new season of I Must Deliberately Get Me Out of Here started. Christ. And uh, I was unfortunate enough to kind of catch five minutes of it last night, and it's appalling. Don't lie, you some guy. It. No, I didn't. I was, oh. I was falling asleep. <laughs> I was falling asleep. No, it was some guy, and I've no idea. No idea who he was. I think his name was Jimmy, and he was trying to climb through a maze which had uh, water dragons, uh, eels, and snakes in it, and he was just having a fit in the middle. Oh, it's just like, oh, for God's sake! Um, but that's popular pop culture entertainment at the moment, rather than landing on a. Can comet. Yeah, I, uh, I don't know. I really don't understand. Or Kim that. Kardashian's naked bum. Yeah, I, I... the unphotoshopped version of that is so flat, by the way. Is it? Yeah. I thought she had quite a quite a big round ass. I don't know. No, it's been photoshopped really round. The the, right. the unphotoshopped one's really flat. Oh, it's right, quite okay. flat and quite big. She needs to squat more then. She does need to squat more. She needs a squatter's bum. Yeah, um, I, I don't, I don't know, I, I don't know what the answer. I mean, maybe people listening know what, know what the answer is to sort of. I mean, how could you f- ever fix it? How could you fix the public's mentality? You, know, yeah. you can't, you can't control what people are like. You, you can't, you know, no. even if you wanted to, even if you, even if you had the best intentions and you wanted to try and get people, how do you ever do it? But I'm guessing, I'm guessing things yeah, like because I, don't think you can. I think I've said a few, a few times that it's, it's up to. It's up to everybody else to put out as best an information as they can to try and make that into popular culture. So, I mean, Brian Cox, he's been doing, or Professor Brian Cox, if if uh, don't want to uh, insult him, because mm. yeah, he is a professor. Uh, if if he's putting out things like Wonders of the Solar System and Wonders of the Universe, and then this human human universe, human yeah. universe one that he's done now. If he's putting that out and it's on primetime TV on the BBC, then surely that's... I mean, that must have had millions of people watching that. Because it is epic. It is really, really cool. And if that's kind of hopefully dragging popular culture out of the gutter a little bit of The Only Way is Essex and that that Muppet... What was his name? that uh, Dapper Laughs. Was it Dapper Laughs? Dapper Laughs, yeah. That thing that we talked about last week. If it's kind of dragging pop culture out of that kind of The Only Way is Essex gutter... Yeah. Because that's there's no beans about it. That is not advancing any human evolution at all. No. Yeah, um, then that's got to be a good thing. So we need more more characters like Brian Cox and people wearing funky psychedelic shirts. Yeah. Putting that's out putting I, out I, interesting content. Because I think because we are humans, personality is always always the one. You can have a politician stand up there, come out with the best policies, the yeah. best yeah. the best plan, a ironclad plan for the economy everything else like that if he's got no personality or if he's boring yep. or if he's not nice to look at or any any combination of those things yeah it's just gonna get it, it just just won't happen which is which is ridiculous but that's but that's the that's the kind of world that we're in at the moment especially with social media because as soon as yeah. something offends anybody on social media they can fly at it and it yeah. can just go um jesus offends me <laughs> jesus offends me that was what was the one um there's a Twitter. Account. Oh no, I said OMG. There's a Twitter. <laughs> OMG. 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 Yeah. OMG. OMFG. Um, there's a Twitter account called God, um, who keeps kind of posting up certain things, and one of them this week was, oh my God, I can't believe 
the humans have landed a, 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 a ship on a comet and they're still they're still singing and dancing about Kim Kardashian's naked bump. Mm. Um. Is it a picture of Morgan Freeman? No, it's a, it's a cartoon picture of uh, God. Is it like the, is it the Family Guy? <laughs> Possibly, be, it's, a very cartoon, it's a very cartoony one, so perfect. it might be Family Guy. I don't know, I don't tend to watch Family Guy that much. Yeah. But um, no, if you go back to computer games, then what was your first computer game? What was the first computer game I you can remember? It was, what uh, was the first one you remember playing, and what was the first one you remember getting addicted to? I think the first one I played was. It probably would have been like a, a an Amiga something. I, I, can't, I really can't remember. There's, a, there's because the years blur into each other when when you get that. Especially <laughs> when I remember back now, all those years ago. Yeah. Uh, I think one was a was like a motocross game, but it was like side. Well, no, it wasn't side scrolling. It was like forty five degrees oh, scrolling. Oh, okay. And you there was like a ramp, and you had to kind of like jump, and I can't remember what it was called. I was gonna say if you're gonna say a side scrolling quad bike game, I remember that one. No, I but I can't remember what it was called. I remember, remember Alex Kidd in Miracle World. Yeah, was it, was yeah. it something like that? Yeah. I, um, I remember. I had Super Bomberman on the uh, Atari. My first game, my first game, kind of cliched, was actually Space Invaders on a wooden Atari games console. Really? Yeah. Wooden. <laughs> it was an Atari. Is it Atari sixteen hundred? It's a games console, and it has wood veneer on the top. And then you plug in these cartridges, like the Sega Mega Drive, you plug in a cartridge. Um, but I figured out, I mean, this is again, kind of figuring out how to cheat. If you plugged it in, and then as you were turning on, you pulled it out slightly, you got infinite ammo, and you could just fire non-stop. So I, I, that was my first ever computer game, Space Invaders on the Physical Atari cheap. games console. <laughs> yes, yeah. Physical cheat. And then, widely known, the first game I got addicted to was the, EverQuest. Yeah, the first one I probably got uh, like really obsessed with was made. Probably Gran Turismo. First oh, Gran Turismo. Because I went through and I... I it, it, First car on Gran Turismo. Uh, you know what, I can't remember. I remember, my, I remember my favourite was uh, the Nismo 400R. I like I, the Tom I, Supra. Because I, um, I managed to pass everything, all the licences on gold. And if you passed... I remember, still remember this. If you passed inter- the International A licence with all gold... Wow. Middle, so you get a, a Nismo 400R, just a stock one. Yeah. Then you can tune it up and it has about 900 horsepower, four-wheel drive. Um, I remember, I still remember, it was like granite grey and had red accents. Yeah. And to me, that was just... See, that's 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 another thing we were talking about because Destiny's come out and we've been both been playing Destiny. But I was talking about being in control of the loot that you're getting. So, obviously, yeah. if you... I mean, I never got all at gold. That's ridiculous. I don't know how you did that, but if you get them all at gold, exactly, you know you're going to get I tell you what, I the became, Nismo 400R. I became obsessed with it. There was a demo that came with a PlayStation magazine. Yeah. Of, of, and you could play, uh, I think it was Special Stage Route 5. Yeah, Special Stage Route 5, which was the, one of the, see, I see, remember, the, it was one of the <laughs> night ones. Yeah. I remember getting in a Corvette and doing a, because it was the first game to have replays. Yeah. And they had light coming off the, yeah. they worked out a way to get light bouncing off the, off the car and reflections and stuff. Um, and I'd, I'd stopped, I'd crashed and stuff, uh, uh, and then just did start doing donuts, and then drove <laughs> on. Then watched the replay back, uh, just the car doing donuts, just was like... In that light. It was that exact moment, I just thought, that just looks real. Even though it didn't, it was just a pixelated... Well, yeah. well, you look at it now, it looks it like looks, a pixelated yeah, mess, no, but, but it did back look then, real, like, yeah. Jesus Christ, this, you look, look at how good this looks. It's real. got look, reflections. You can, see, you can see the wheels turning. It's got a lens flare stuff. on it. Yeah, no, it's ridiculous. Um, You've even got the dirt flying up from the wheels. And that's yeah. it, yeah. Uh, and and uh, I, like, I enjoy playing Grand Turismo 5 a lot. 
That's uh, the no, only reason Gran Turismo 4. Uh, sorry, Gran Turismo 5 Prologue. Prologue. Is no, five Prologue. Prologue. Which one are then we on five. now? We're on Gran Turismo 6 now, but that's on the old generation, PS3 and, P- and Xbox. Okay, so it was 5. It was 5 was the reason I bought a PS3. Because 5 came out and then Metal Gear Solid. And Metal Gear Solid, I think it was Metal Gear Solid 4. But Metal Gear Solid was one of the very, very few games which I completed, ever. I've not, I've not completed that many games, and I think I've, I completed that twice. Because um, you completed it once and you got a bandana. I can't remember what the bandana gave you, and then you, and then you completed it again. But if you do something different through the story, you get a different thing at the end. So you got a bandana or an invisible stealth cloak or something. I can't remember properly. Um, but I mean, that was one of the first... So I, I bought a PS3, PlayStation 3, because of that, because uh, Gran Turismo and Metal Gear Solid were coming out. Uh, and then I didn't really play Metal Gear Solid 4. I didn't really play that very much because it changed to a a little bit more of a difficult controller setup uh, for me because I'm from a keyboard and mouse background playing Quake and Duke and uh, Doom and Wolfenstein, a couple of Wolfenstein, things like that. Mm. Uh, Doom, Doom, the original Doom and Quake 3 and stuff. Um, and then... I had no interest in gaming at all until you showed me a Destiny video. I was like, that looks really good. And then I played it, and I could actually get on with the controller aiming. Yeah. So the the actual uh, aim control and the, the the movement on it, I didn't I didn't feel like I was a complete spaz like I did in COD. Because I played COD for two editions. That's I, I just that ended up the only the only way I could end up playing that was running around a map with a knife, knifing people, because I couldn't get I couldn't get the hang of the aiming. So I eventually fell out, fell out of that as well. Mm. But um, yeah, but I'd like to. I mean, so your first one you were addicted to was Gran Turismo. Yeah, probably. I mean, I I I, I got obsessed with uh, Skyrim as well when they came out. Skyrim was a recent one, wasn't Skyrim, it? Skyrim, yeah, it was 2011. Because I've got a massive gap. I did. When did I stop? I stopped. Skyrim was kind of like because I'd played Obli- uh, Elder Scrolls Oblivion. Yeah. On PC and on uh, PlayStation. So Is Elder Scrolls along the same lines as Baldur's Gate, or am I thinking something completely uh, different? Baldur's Gate was Bioware, who, yeah. who just well, they just they released in Dragon Age Inquisition yeah. this week. Um, so it's a different, is that yeah, a it's different, different public uh, okay. Bethesda. I didn't know yeah. whether they were the same, similar. Was that was Zenit, well owned by Zenimax Media? Bethesda. Um, they made the same, they made the Fallout series and, and right. this sort of stuff. Um, but that was yeah, that was everything that uh, an RPG. Like an open world RPG should should, should have Skyrim. been, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it was atmospheric. You play with your headphones on. It's just like, oh my god, this is amazing. You know, it, it was. Um, the graphics were awesome. The scope was massive. Um, the combat wasn't that great. I mean, the, uh, the archery was really fun. Yeah. Really, really fun. Um, but I still didn't. It was the arrows didn't move fast enough, and it wasn't visceral enough. Right. It didn't feel. Like, that's one of the good things about Destiny. It is very visceral. Yeah, and you do get the like, gunplay and stuff. The, the gunplay awesome. is incredible, and the movement and the feedback and the like response time. Yeah, is awesome on it. Yeah, so I think. Uh, I th- but then if you go back, if you go back to the one I got, so EverQuest and one I got, and then EQ Next, which was coming out, which we were watching videos of earlier. If you go back to EverQuest, the actual gameplay on that was shocking. And the only thing that that had that would, and I say it's the only thing, the social side of it as well, and the community was one of the first online communities which which made a game kind of thing, because you got dropped in Norath um, with no idea of how to even move. Didn't know what to do. You didn't know where you were, 
So the only like, way like you a... could find out about the game was, was to go online. No. There was, there was a pamphlet that said EverQuest, and then you opened it up, and I can't remember what was inside it, but it probably just had credits. So the only way to find out how to play the game was to go online. So there were all these communities that started and opened up about playing EverQuest, which, I mean, Destiny's tried to start, but it's just full of whiners. People being offended. <laughs> That's the subject of the week. Um, but the yeah. gameplay on that was shocking. Uh, it was so pixelated. It was like Minecraft now. Uh, but the, the the reason why you came back to that was because of the story and chasing quests and, and advancing. And, and once you got to level, I think it started at level 50, so once you got to level 50, you then had alter, alternative advancement points to chase, and they made your character even better and better and better and better and better, and there were hundreds of those. But then depending on which ones you choose, you could change your builds. And No, it was. It was a lot bigger. Uh, and I think that's probably one of the issues with Destiny at the moment is that it's not it's not deep enough uh, mm. which obviously will come with age come with come with time but it needs to have more viable loot options and more viable kind of routes and class class it's just thing for me I like to be able to I don't have a lot of games I don't like having a lot of games I like to have one game that I can yeah. just play and yeah. just get absorbed into I think I've had I think um, I had you know five games on PlayStation 3. I bought one game specifically so I could try and practice FPS on a, on a games controller. can't remember what it was called. It was a, it was like a female free runner. Uh, Mirror's Edge? Mirror's Edge. So I bought Mirror's Edge to try and practice using an FPS on a con- games controller. Uh, and then I had FIFA, which got sold because I fell out with football. <laughs> yeah. um, Metal Gear Solid and Gran Turismo. And I think I might have bought GTA for a week and then took it back because I, I don't get on with that game. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's the thing. That's what. That's why I wanted Destiny to be a bit, like you say, be a bit deeper and be a bit more. Uh, even with the stats and stuff, it's kind of like RPG light. Yes, it is. It is. You know, it's MMO light. Yeah. Um, which I, mean, I really liked. Have you ever played Borderlands? Nope. Now, Borderlands. Is was, that the cartoony one? Yeah, like yeah. cell shaded. Yeah. Now that was that was fun to play, and it was deep as well. You know, people yeah. think, oh, it's just a shooter. Well. It's an RPG shooter. There's literally millions upon millions of different variations of, of weapons and shields. See, that's the, the thing. Everybody in Destiny, generate, once you've got to level 30 at Destiny, you have one set of armour, and everybody's got that same one set of armour, and the only thing that differs on it is the stat rolls. But nobody really cares about the stat rolls because they don't make any difference in not big the high-end game. Yeah. So in the raid, I mean, you've not done the raid, and I, I no. need to kick you for it. Um, yeah, but in the raid... Time you get, there's so many orbs around, you are always supercharged. And then when you're pl- fighting Atheon, you get Time of Vengeance and it, it recharges you super every second anyway. So you don't need intellect, intel- inter- you don't need the intellect stat. You don't really need the discipline stat because you don't actually use grenades that often. Uh, and as long as you've got a certain amount of intellect, uh, a certain amount of discipline, they recharge quickly enough for when you do need them. And you certainly don't need strength, because if you melee anything in the raid, you're dead. Yeah. So there's no point to the, to the stat lines. Yeah. Which is frustrating. I mean, either they haven't thought about it, or they've had two separate teams for uh, yeah. the, 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 the quest lines in the main thing and, and the raid, or... I mean, given the due, I, mean, I think they will get round to fixing. I mean, it's an awesome system. I, I've, yeah. I've, I've had no, very, very little lag 
that yeah. hath, if at all. The only um, lag I get is in PvP when you melee somebody and they melee you back and then they die and then you die 10 seconds later kind of thing. Yeah, yeah from the, from post-mortem. The, I don't know what yeah, that's called. Badge. Um, but yeah, I think they've, bought, they've built a, a platform, haven't they, really, rather, yeah. than a, rather than a game. And I suppose maybe in five years. But I suppose, you know... But then in five years is the old, is the original. I'm really worried that the original content is then going to be out of date. Yeah. Because at the moment, I mean, I, I the only place to kind of play when you log on is either the raid, Nightfall, the daily possibly, but then there's no, I mean, the strike playlist just gets a bit boring. There's no like high level patrol zone, so you can't go and, you can't go and onto a, uh, level 30 Mars patrol mission. Yeah. So you can't go, actually, I want to go to Earth. I mean, I spend a lot of time on Earth because I understand it and uh, it's familiar. Uh, and I spend quite a bit of time on Venus as well. But I suppose I need to explore the moon and explore. I hate Mars. I don't know what it is about Mars. I don't like Mars. Like, I'll, I'll actively, when it goes, do six patrol missions on Mars, I actually skip it on the bounty. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It, it, they're trying to build a world that you want to stay in, but it, yeah. to me, it feels like the tower's too small. Yep. You know, you don't have you don't have a you can't have a, co- a private quarters. You can't have a. I think I think there should you know. be guild. I say guild clan. There should be a clan tower. So if yeah. you, if members of your clan are on, then if you go to the tower, then you go to the tower that your members of the clan are on. I mean, I think that would be a a no brainer. I'd have thought. Uh, I mean, EverQuest. When you went into the the tower in EverQuest, what was it called? Uh, I can't remember what it was called but it was a plane and everybody went there but it, there were hundreds of people in there it wasn't just limited to 16 because obviously it was a, a PC PC game predominantly um, <clears throat> but going into the tower I think that's, it needs to have more people and I just think you need to, you need to they need to throw you some control over the direction that you want to take your character so if you want to have a shotgun, you need to be able to get the invective bounty. Mm-hmm. Not easier, but under more control. So I need to know that if I do this enough, then I will get the invective, invective bounty. Because I want pocket now. infinity. Yeah, everybody has an exotic. And it's it, they went on and on and about uh, how special and, they would be. Yeah, and like oh, you, you, you'll be legend, and you'll be doing all this and stuff. And it's like mm, not really. No, not really. Because you, 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 you run into. I mean. Initially, when 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 you first started, you know, you see, I'd see somebody that was like a level twenty. I'm like, oh, level twenty. Yeah. Oh, well, level thirty. You don't see many of those, but you yeah. see a lot of them now, and yeah. and almost everybody's got. You sure. know, especially if they should never have made exotics purchasable. I don't think. No. They should have only ever made. They should have made legendary purchasable. So that you could and get. And Zor Zor well, how you pronounce his silly name? He should sell legendaries with with stat rolls. That were different, or he should sell something with that you could change the stat rolls for your legendaries, and then keep the exotics as random drops. But make them drop from particular people. So like the Vex Mythicast drops from Atheon. Okay, we'll have Hawkmoon dropping from um, Valus Tarok you know, on Mars. So yeah. you know, right? Okay, I want Hawkmoon, so I'm going to go and do the Valus Tarok strike. I'm going to keep doing the Valus Tarok strike, which is fair enough. It's just how how MMOs work. Um, but to bring that level of loot so accessible I think they've just taken it one step too far and now obviously they can't go back yeah because they can't they can't, they can't, they now, can't make, now say right every, yeah. everybody we're going to take all your exotics away and yeah. rerun it this way 
Because because the green items, the green items should still, they shouldn't still be used, but they should almost still be a viable option because there's the the four different loot levels. You've got green, blue, purple, and exotic. Well, if you make the exotics more difficult to get and the purples purchasable from Zer, then more people run with blues, and then greens become closer in, yeah, in range to the rest of the weapons because, because no exotics. Weaponsmith. So, well, the weapons is a waste of time, and that's the, that's another thing that I mean EverQuest never did that particularly well in that the the tower in EverQuest was full of vendors, but you never really used them. You went there to sell the bits that you picked up. And is there any up. real benefit of of having a, a, Cryptarch rank four fa- or faction armor, like dead orbit and stuff? There's yeah. no there's no there's point. no there's no point because I don't should, use it anymore. Like, I use the, what they, they should have done piece? is is had raid armor. Yeah, that's fair enough. But then they should have have should have had. Uh, it's possible to get to level thirty using faction, faction armor. armor yes, but make it more diff- say make it more difficult. You got to get to rank five or yeah. whatever. I mean, you I know. know somebody who's who's dead orbit rank fifteen. Jesus, because you get obviously every rank you go up, you get a you get that legendary. Because I've never really seen anybody in a full set of uh, of faction no. stuff. Well, because apparently there's a dead orbit hand cannon. You know Tamur's lash the the. One from uh, Iron Banner with the the gold one with the silence oh, yeah. that sticks out the front. There's a dead orbit hand cannon with that model, that's in black and white. But cool. you can't buy it from him. You have to get it by leveling up his, and then you have to hope you get it in the oh right in the package. Oh Jesus! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. I don't know how good it is. But yeah, they need to. They. I. I. I think, I'm surprised that they. Well, we were going to we were going to talk about that, weren't we? Uh, about. Um, or taking taking expertise or advice or, or looking at other areas or other experts in the field or people that are better than you in whatever yeah. it, whatever it is to get because I didn't I never understood I never understood nightfall why did they call it a nightfall strike well apparently I, that from kind of understanding a little bit more I think that's come from Halo there was a nightfall something or other in Halo okay um, so I think that came over from there I also heard on uh, you just reminded me actually on that Angry Joe. Uh, oh yeah, Angry Joe impressions. Post review, like, yeah, post review that I watched yesterday. One of his, the guy he's speaking to, said something like, um, "If you go deep into the lore or into the Grimoire cast, it's brilliant. The 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 the, the Cabal have the uh, have Phobos, one of Mars's moons. Yeah, yeah. Um, they have they have the ability to change its uh, trajectory and smash it into the Earth. Really? Now, why isn't that part of the story?" <laughs> Or um, we've got to kill the cabal, otherwise you know, the Earth you've is got, dead. You've got to shut down one of their their gravity, yeah, uh, gravity machine or whatever it might be. Because Phobos is massive, isn't and, it? Because so, they were saying that Phobos's um, orbit is getting closer and closer to Mars. Oh, right. Okay. Because that's why it's so massive in the sky. Because if you go to Mars, you can see Phobos, and then uh, what's the other one? Deimos. Deimos. Yeah. Phobos and Deimos. So Deimos is the tiny one. Phobos is the... the, is the no, Deimos. I think it is Deimos. Yeah. But Phobos is massive in the sky and it's, it's larger than it is in real life now because the trajectory of the orbit is getting closer and closer and closer to, to Mars for various reasons. Mm. But no, the Grimoire cards are awesome. And I don't really mind the fact that the Grimoire cards are out of the game. I, I think they should have been I think they on should loading have been, screens. They should be on loading screens to make it, there we go, popular culture. So to, to, for the... Popular people for the for the regular people who aren't hardcore gamers, um, they need to be slightly more accessible. Um, but I mean, the story—I'm not too miffed at the story really, because it is there. They just need to. I bought it for the. I bought it for the because I mean, 
Yeah, I bought it for the gameplay, I suppose, more, more than anything I think else. I, yeah. I buy those kind of things for like the role play. Yeah. And the gameplay, I suppose, and and and, and bits of the story. My, like EverQuest, I played for the role play. Like, so I was a dark elf, so I wanted to get all the dark elf armor. So because I'm a uh, warlock in in Destiny, I wanted to get invective because that was um, Ikora Ray's weapon, and I wanted to get bad juju because it was Tolan's weapon and he was a warlock, etc. So I mean, I've got I've got them both now. Well, I haven't got invective, and I still need to do a weekly to get to get that because I've got the uh, I've got the fifty ammo mm. sitting in my vault waiting, and I've also got. Ten um, fusion rifles sitting in my vault, waiting for when I get positive infinity bounty. But, but I the, haven't got it yet. The gunsmith was only—that's all he's useful for. Isn't yeah, it? it's the only thing he's useful for. But then, if you if you drop those, if you drop the thing, so Zercel's legendary is all of a sudden, bingo, the weaponsmith becomes usable because you can get blues from it. But so, do you, I mean, don't you think it's strange that the uh, these people that are in the industry actually designing the game? Do, do you think it's weird they don't realise this, or do you think they realise it and don't have any way to implement it, or do you think they? I think it's too late now. But I think I do you think, think they had the. I had don't know about. See, I don't know about Zur. I I've no idea about. I don't know. I don't know who thought right. We're going to make these exotics, these really amazing things that we're going to be really happy to get. Mm. It should be over the moon when three one of those drops. Every week. And then you or get you get four four exotic because you get four, three three um, class armor pieces and then a weapon, don't you? And yeah, then you get right. the, the the engram as well. So you've got that much accessibility for an exotic. If he's just sold legendaries, then you'd sort it out because exotics would still be random drops and you'd have to play the game, even if they kept it how it is now, in that exotics drop randomly from any uh, high-level strike or whatever that you do. If they did that but then made Sorzel legendaries and like funky, funky stat roll legendaries, then you'd, you'd sort it. I mean, at the moment, what, what, what you're rolling Hawk Moon. What do you roll in your secondary and your heavy? I think in heavy I've got uh, heavy machine gun void. Heavy machine gun. The zombie apocalypse job. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, and then do you run? I think I've shotgun got f- or fusion. No fusion, actually. Yeah. No, sorry. No, a uh, uh, sniper rifle. Sniper. On my other character, I'm, uh, I've got an uh, auto rifle, fusion rifle, then uh, Yalahorn. Because I I tend yeah. to run at the moment. Until I get Fatebringer. Damn it, Fatebringer drop! Um, until I get Fatebringer, I've got... Um, oh, I can't even think of the name. It's a hand cannon from the Last Crucible. Word. No, the Crucible hand cannon. Lord oh. High Fixer. I've got the Lord High Fixer, Max Lord High Fixer. I then tend to rock Fusion, a Fusion rifle in the uh, in the secondary. Something like 77 Wizard. Um, or uh, I've, I've only got a blue... Void Fusion, which I tend to use in the raid, which isn't particularly good. I really need to swap that out. Uh, and then Yalahorn in, in the heavy, because I've got a maxed out. A maxed out Yalahorn is ridiculous. Mm. A 300 attack Yalahorn is just bonkers. Um, but there you go. You've got. That's choosing, and you've got to be really ruthless. I'm, I've got. How many. I've got. Last word. Uh, I haven't got a woman. I've got last word. Uh, Suros. Uh, Bad Juju, Red Death, Fawn, uh, Yalahorn, Patience and Time. I'm going to get Invective when I do the upgrade. Uh, is Truth, Truth is exotic, isn't it? I've got Truth. I've got, I mean, I don't even play that much. I've got, there's some. Yeah. Then you get the hardcore, play, the hardcore players, I've got all of them. 
because if you go, you know, say if you do something like Borderlands or, or any of the MMO or whatever, it takes a long time to get yeah. uh, get a decent. As it I don't do. think I don't think it's that much of an issue that it takes a long time because the gameplay is so enjoyable. I think they were scared that people would drop off because they weren't, but they're not. They're not. Yeah, people would be. I was about to say people would be scared. Oh, they were scared to make it difficult so that people weren't getting loot, but people aren't getting loot. Right. People can get exotics really simply, but then can't get lasting. Pe- can't get yeah. Should ne- it should never be like no, that. No, that's I can I can understand. I mean, that's where I got my first one. I got Suros for finishing last in the PvP match. I think it was my fifth PvP match when I came last. Yeah, and I think I killed two people, and I got Suros regime. Thank you very much. Perhaps it was a hint. Eager, yeah. This will, this will yeah. Be, this well, will that's be that's kind of almost time. how I think. It's like okay, well, the if we give an exotic to but the in people that way, top, it's sort of going to make the rich richer. Completely, their sort of game design ethos about you know these, yeah, these become are, legends. These, these take you know, and I, I'd respect a game designer much more if they said you know right, only a handful of people are ever going to get X weapon yeah. or X piece of armor or X yeah. item or whatever. Um, but because like the, the, that's just the way it is because. Yeah, the number of people that had pearlescent weapons in um, Borderlands was hardly any. Yeah. Because they were like... But that's okay. Oh, it's yeah, exactly. okay yeah. if you make it difficult. And it is difficult to get loot. That's the thing. That's the thing that's annoying me. It's difficult to get loot in Destiny. It's difficult to get legendary armour unless you level up um, unless you level up your faction and then go and buy it. I reckon it's probably easier to get exotics. It's almost, yeah, I was going to say, it's almost easier to get exotics than it is to get legendary. It should be ten times harder to get an exotic yeah. than it. I don't think they should all I mean, the super good. Either. What the hell was the super good advice bounty? I mean, you, you, you your, that was your first bounty the web, you got, I mean, the wasn't weapon it? was a bit crap, really. There was a first it... bounty you got. Apparently, it's really good in the raid because if you kill a, you know, the if you miss, it gives you a very high chance of the ammo going back into the magazine. Yeah, for yeah. minutes. Well, if you kill and shoot an oracle in the vault of glass, it doesn't count as a mob. So if you hit an oracle, it counts as missing, so that it goes back into the. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I don't know. I mean, that's another so, thing. It's bugged. Like it's bugged. So you can just sit in there with ten ammo and just kill all the oracles because obviously it kills them really quickly as well. It's got high damage. Mm. But so yeah, so people are using super good advice rather than Yalahorn in the raid now. <laughs> which is, I think which I got rid of it. Did you? You didn't dismantle it. I think I did. It. Yeah, I think I needed. I needed the shards and stuff or whatever. I've got so many energy. I've got 130 energy. I That's the thing. Ever, it's just, all skewed. You, you get. I know. You know. You get how many hundred weapon parts? Well, oh, I don't need these. So, I mean, I've got 900 weapon parts. <laughs> just because you keep getting dropped. The balance but then, is just all wrong. If, yeah. If if they made exotics harder to get. They make legendaries more usable, not more usable, but more used, because nobody, not everybody's got an exotic. And then, because the, the other thing, the first, the first exotic I got was Suros Regime, and I hate using auto rifles. I think I used a hand cannon as soon as I could buy a hand cannon, and I used it all the way through. And then I think you used, started using one, and you were like, actually, these are really cool as well. So the first exotic I got, I didn't even really enjoy using, and it's still not max. That's the thing, I mean, yeah, on every strike, they should have had, like, you know, uh, when you pick a strike or boss or whatever, they should have had a, a, a possible list of all the yes. things that you could get. Exactly. Okay, well, you could could possibly get a yeah. handgun. Oh, well, I'll do that one then because I want to get yeah. a handgun. I mean, um, do, I mean, do you think do you think that's a, a bit of human nature as well? It's reluctance to take any outside influence on from other people that have done See, it. I don't because I, you've had I ten, you've had ten yeah. years of World of Warcraft. They could have easily taken anything from that EverQuest. Um, I mean, wow, wow's the big pop. 
I mean, if you want to look at pop culture MMOs, if you, you look got, at if WoW. they've gone through 10 years of, of iteration after iteration, yeah. redesign. I mean, WoW and... got so much right. And there's no, arguably, there's no accessible story in WoW. No, I mean, I don't know. What I, mean, I, I can't remember playing WoW for the story. I can remember having to go to Blackwing Lair because it was some orc at the top of it. Or was it the dragon one? I can't remember. But I can remember who was in all the different zones and all the different raid bosses. I can remember who they were and why they had a reason in the world, what, what their story was behind it. But there was no linear story that you had to travel through. And then they, they've released a DLC and they've said, oh yeah, we're going to try, try a different way of um, addressing the storyline in Destiny. We're going to try a different way. You're going to try a different way? And have you, did you played Metal Gear Solid? Which How, one? Well, any of them. Yeah, I How remember... good was the story in Metal Gear Solid? It was just linear. It's just a, right, here's a story. If you want to play these missions, you will get through the story, and it's going to tell you this story. It's going to have cutscenes. It's not an issue with... It's, it wasn't an issue with how they were portraying the story. It was what the story was. Because <coughs> there wasn't one. I think as well, it, it's made worse by the fact that the repeated content that you have to go through oh. with, with Destiny, it would be easier if they just said, had completely different dialogue for the strike than for the story. Mm. Has slightly different enemy locations, slightly different pace or flow, because that would have made first it different time, enough. The first time, the first time the raid was ever killed, the first time the raid was ever done was took thirteen hours, and they were saying that it's okay because you can start the raid, and then as soon as you get to a checkpoint, it will remember that, and then the next time, the next day, when you log on, you can carry on from that checkpoint. You don't need to; you can do it in an hour. I think I've done it with Dungeon Protocols. I think it took us an hour and ten minutes to do one run. On normal mode, fair enough. I mean, hard mode takes a little bit longer, but I think that even hard mode was an hour and a half. It should still be taking you five hours of gameplay to get through the raid. They need to have more sort of random, because the enemies show up in the same locations, have yeah. the same patrol things. I don't particularly mind that. I mean, I, but surely they could just randomise it, don't they, maybe? I don't maybe. know. And then at least every time it would be different and it's a, it's a yeah. challenge because it's... I mean, we're saying all this, but we don't know how difficult it is to code the game. I mean, the things like dropping Templar off the back of the, of the um, platform in the raid so that you can get the extra loot chest of, for him not te- teleporting, I don't know how difficult it is to code in that the Templar doesn't react to grenades. Or that the Templar doesn't fall off a platform. I mean, they've, they've added bumpers for Atheon, so he can't do it. Why haven't they added bumpers for Templar? I don't know, it just seems a bit bizarre. Yeah, so, well, so literally just put a wall that he can't... Yeah, we'll just put a wall there, yeah. Well, that's what they've done, though? They've just put a, what, is that what they've done? What, for Atheon? Yeah. No, Atheon has just got, like, invisible bumpers, so that if he gets near, a, near an edge, he doesn't fall off it. Oh, OK. So yeah. it's, he's like, a, you know, when you go to a bowling alley and you put the bumpers up so yeah. you don't, you're not shit. Even that's, that's a bit. I even that's a little bit cheap. I mean, I don't know how, how. It's obviously very very difficult to code a triple A game like this, but yeah. even that seems a bit cheap. You know, well, you, so you can't. You're not going to alter his behaviour. So he st- if the rules weren't there, he still would do that. You yeah. know, you think well, alter his behaviour then. Yeah, make him not. Uh, and was it, 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 wasn't it is... there that he's got like some ridiculous machine gun? Yeah, he's just stuck in prison. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Wasn't that? Yeah. <laughs> No, it's it's it's. I mean, there are some things that are a little bit hypocritical, but but do you think there is reluctance to uh, take lessons off other people? I th- I think there seems to be in this because I can't see any other outside influences. Having played, I mean, okay, I haven't played, I haven't played any console games, um, 
that relate to it for far too many years. So I don't know whether they can take things from the PC games like EverQuest and like WoW and like, I mean, I've played uh, Dungeons and Dragons and Vanguard. Vanguard was amazing. That was like the next one that I got hooked on. But like, um, like simple things like, like, why don't you allow facial hair in the character creation? Facial hair, like you can't turn your character around in the character creation place, so I can't see that I mean, I would have, when I choose a hairstyle, me, it's actually shit been, at the back. I'm not a game designer, but for me, they would have been like, well, yeah, that, that's an obvious yeah. tick in the box. Yeah. You must have X, yeah. Y, and Z. Yeah. You know, yes, I, I, I don't know. Um, but maybe they're, do you think maybe they're, they're sort of, it's the problem of where they're, you know, it, it, it's, they're trying to match this, this populist culture or, or I, I honestly think ideal. they were scared. I think they were scared about the, the majority population being too scared of a very deep involved game. I think they tried to, they almost tried to noobify it because they, they almost noobified EverQuest a little bit towards the end as well. Um, but I think they started, I think they were a little bit afraid to make it. I don't, think, yeah, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, I, 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 the, the other thing is, I haven't played any other console games of this generation to kind of relate to. So, like Skyrim and Borderlands, I haven't played. So, I don't know how deep and how much of it. I mean, if you took the Destiny universe and, and kept the gameplay but added the Borderlands. Was it the loot that was crazy? In it's like random, randomised. If you added the is, loot yeah. or the stats of Borderlands anyway. into Destiny, would it work? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, would it make it? Because a lot of the time in Borderlands, you'd you'd be, you'd pick up like when you kill a boss, showers of loot come out of it, and it's awesome. Yeah. It's just a little. It's just a little bit. I don't get that. And then you'd be searching through, and you think your inventory would be massive, and you'd be searching through, going right, okay, and you'd be comparing those two. Okay, that's slightly yeah. better. I can get rid of that one. Yeah. And that some people may find that a chore. I found it awesome that's, because that's... You, you you slowly you, there's all these little bits of progression rather than going. Oh, I've got I've got shit weapons. I'm paying PvP. Oh. I've got an exotic, the one of the best, yeah. best hand cannon in the game. Best hand cannon in the game. That's, for, that's what happened to me. Last. I was using just some crappy blue, probably not even blue, um, uh, auto rifle, just a green auto rifle, and got a hawk moon. Yeah, one of the best, you know, exotic. I mean, hand there's, there's there's a there's a girl in Dungeon Protocols who's done the raid twice and has got all her raid gear. Yeah, <laughs> that's got to be that's that's a record. I know twice. I think one of the other guys did it three times and got all his raid gear. I did it. I did the hard mode um, last week, and I got fifteen shards. Did I get? I got fifteen shards. Chatter white. Did I get a weapon? I don't think I got a weapon. I said. I saw it's good in. Um, that was. Oh, I might have got truth. What they could also have as well is that I mean, uh, because there's not really any use for currency and things. There's uh, in Borderlands you had these slot machines, and yeah, uh, because you could wow. just get so much money, you yeah. could just like gamble on these slot machines, and then obviously the, the high level yeah. you got, the more it cost each each run. Um, and there was nothing better. I know. It, it was it was just. But I'm sure, that, they, had, I'm sure they had that in WoW as well. They probably did, yeah. But they have like in WoW and in EverQuest, they have um, they have they have. Uh, Guys come in to to sort out and to talk about the economy and to make the economy. Because well, trade it, trading, why not? You know, surely it'd be much more interesting for anything like that to have a working functional uh, economy. You know, it's it's meant to be it's yeah. meant to be escapist. It's meant to be a, a, a fantasy, you know, role playing. You know, but but the the 
what not a lot of people think as boring <laughs> things would would make the world a lot more real, you know. EverQuest had an auction house, and you could go into the zone, and the zone was just an auction house. But to sell in it, you had to be online. So people made auction trolls. They made an extra character that would just carry all the stuff that they would auction. So if they went to work, they'd walk that character to the auction house, they'd stand in a spot, because it was a big market, loads of market, just rows of market stalls, so you had to go and fight for your spot. You went and stood in your spot, uh, you put slash auction on or something, or slash auction, and it brought up everything that you were selling. You could say, right, I'm going to make that one 500 plat, that one platinum, yeah. that one 600 platinum, that one's crap, so it's only worth two gold or something. But you'd put it all up there, and then you'd go to work, and you'd leave your character, and then you'd come back, and you'd have earned 10,000 plat or something because you were selling selling stuff. But that was, like... Um, I mean, that starts getting to things like... Uh, selling selling platinum online and things so you can go in and you can buy with real money money in the game because as soon as you introduce trading then you introduce an economy because at the moment there's no economy in destiny you have your own money and that's it so yeah. there's no economy there should be there should be yeah. but then economy is pointless i've got twenty four thousand glimmer i've nothing to spend it on i've got 88 motes of light i've got nothing to spend those on yeah it's <laughs> yeah, it's not good, so, is it? It's a but it's a, a, annoyingly addictive when you're playing with friends. Yeah, because the gameplay. Because as soon as you log on with friends, you get a chance to run a raid, you get or you get right. a chance to run a nightfall, and the gameplay is incredible. Yeah, it is. Yeah, so, it's fun. They just lack of content, lack yeah. of. So after all that, after all that bitching, it's yeah. a very, very enjoyable game, and we're still having an awful lot of fun playing it. It's. Well, I am when I can get on. Well, you are, yeah. I think I'll be getting Dragon Age Inquisitions Friday. Dragon Age. Yeah. Just want to say, if you want to play that, bro. Well, I've got, um, I've signed up for the EverQuest next beta. Um, so we'll see, see how that is. Yes, yeah, so I actually, yeah. That looks, that looks, I've finally seen some gameplay for it. Uh, the world looks the same as EverQuest did. The characters look slightly, they're kind of a tiny touch toward cartoony. Which I don't mind too much. Not quite as far as ever as WoW. Do you think that's a quite a common thing in MMOs? For for what 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 do you think the reason is? It's just easier to code, easier on machines, easier on the game world, on the servers. I think it's probably easier and probably a tiny bit more believable if they're a little bit kind of a touch towards cartoony. Do you think? Because yeah. you've got so much magic missiles and everything flying across everywhere. It's fantasy at the end. It of is it. fantasy. It's got to be. So yeah, EverQuest next comes out. I will be a dark elf, dark elf uh, mage again. Yeah, Diablo will uh, return in EverQuest. Yes, slightly excited about that. Um, hopefully, it won't suck. I don't know how that's going to translate because if they have it on a Mac, I'm wondering if they have it on a Mac, whether I'll play it on a Mac or whether I'll play it on the PS4. Because I don't know that. It depends. I have to find out what. Well, like, whichever you want there's, that there's a number of the guys in Dungeon Protocols who are going to be playing EverQuest next hopefully Remy and, and Medi and those kind of guys yeah but um, it'll be interesting to see where they play and, and how it differs because one of the things about one of the things about the game that was so good originally is that you could type and you can have conversations and chat so it turns into a text text message game which you're good at you're good at your card you're good at <laughs> yeah, I'm good at text messaging no it's just it's just Rather than uh, proximity chat through headphones, it's a uh, chatting over, chatting over text. Mm. 
which obviously you can't do on a, on a console. No, you can't. That's so, no, it's definitely, definitely an interesting thing. Right. Whilst we have the... You need to talk a little bit. You need to get... Because I've completely forgotten this week. Uh, give the listeners some Latin. Some Latin, right. Because you, obviously, you've been... Yeah. You've been... I've hardly done any learning of this, it, Learning it a little bit well, more. Well, I, I don't I know. Say, have you well, been learning it more than me? No. I mean, Shimon did start to learn a little bit, but I've, I've had like, literally no time whatsoever. I, I haven't even had time to play computer games to career. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, the thing that's just interesting me more than anything else is that um, how similar some of the words are. So the um, origination of yeah, some of our words. words. So um, we've got mother here is a mater, father is pater. So you've got patriarch, patriarchal, matriarchal, all those yeah. sorts of sorts of words. Um, service is slave, so to serve or you know serving. Um, obviously, it comes from like canis, dog, canines. Um, so the, the kind of things about the the, the animals that like the, the canine side of things, I would imagine that kind of comes from because uh, all the all animals have a Latin a Latin, Latin translation. So yeah. I'm guessing that. A lot of the. I, I mean, think you'll uh, find that a, a lot. wolf is is canis canis. I think. Yeah, you'll probably find that a lot uh, going through. But I mean, there's another thing. S- uh, scri- scribe it uh, is or is writing. It sounds like is writing. So you've got scribble, scribe. Um, yeah, I think scribble's a really good one. You've got. So that's almost uh, like a casual. Bibbit is 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 drinking, which I took to mean because so, you can imbibe. Yeah. To imbibe is to. Is to take in, isn't it? So that could could lead into that. Uh, laborat is working, so labour to labour. Laboratory to work, yeah, laboratory, yeah. Dormit is sleeping, so dormant must come from that. At least it sounds like it, it could yeah. come from that. Um, so there's, there's loads. What, what else have we got? Because um, we've got. Uh, I was talking to one of my friends, and she's a Waters um, garden. So she's a, she's a nurse, and she was saying that there are a lot of. Lots of words that were coming through from uh, from medicine as well. So there's lots of medicinal. Oh yeah, there must be words yeah. that have obviously I do, come I do from the Latin. To, uh, Latin uh, uh, I, I really would like to speak it one day. I mean, whether I'll have it. We'll learn it. Up, we'll get there. Well, I'll get the chance or the time. Well, I'll be. I'll be. Yeah, I'll be more organised this week, and I'll get some. Uh, uh, get some amicus more. or amicus. I don't know. I don't know. It's the I with the accent across the top. So that's friend. So amicable. Yeah. So obviously, you know, being friendly. Um, what else have we got here? Yeah, I'll try. I'll try to get uh, some more research and try and learn some stuff for next week. Uh, got one more. Laudat is praises, so that's like laudable. Oh right. You know that's quite. Uh, well, it must be. That's cool. I mean, I could be completely wrong. It could yeah. be, it's complete coincidence that all these are like it. I don't I think, think it's coincidence it. because obviously uh, the, all the all the current current words salutat have got to have a root. Salutat is greets, so salute. Yep. No, um, salut. Yeah, uh, so I think uh, it's going to be the case, though, isn't it? If if a if a language pre and a and a, a vocabulary predate yeah. yours, yeah, and you know uh, it's in a similar part of the world, or or that civilization ruled your one, yeah, before, you know, before, before, before it's, always, it's always going to have a they got a root in that language anyway. So I'll try and if, uh, let's see if we can. Let's see if we can kind of go through some of the uh, conjunctions and stuff for next week. Yeah, we'll try and so do I'll that. So I'll try yeah. and find some. I'll find out. What, I'll find out what conjunction means first, and then. I'll... <laughs> <laughs> I 
I'm a mess of all the different. I'm a mess of the writer, aren't I? But... You are the writer, yeah. <laughs> you are the writer. We'll find all the tenses and things as well. And also, Pegasus will be out next week. Pegasus will be out will next be. week. You have heard it it's here first. If it's not out, that's then... all right anyway, because it's it's one of those things that you have to get right. Um, exactly. Yeah. So it's it will it's be free, it will in. be free as well for at least I think I get five total five days total to to um, market it for free on Kindle. So you're going to do it um, two days at release and then three, I think or three do, days at release or two days later? I think I'll do maybe uh, a couple of days around Christmas or so just because everybody gets e-readers then and then yep. we'll get a, a good influx of people reading it and, and opinions and reviews and stuff. Uh, but yeah, it'll be, it'll be free for at least two or three days um, once it releases. So that, But that'll only be on e-book. Okay. Um, I, can't, I can't do it via CreateSpace because it, it just doesn't yeah, allow you. Yeah, because it's still Because they need to, to well, yeah, they need cost to, to uh, make they it. Need to, they need to pay for it to get it actually made so, on demand uh, if you release it at the weekend are you going to wait until Tuesday and the podcast to make it free yeah I'll do that yeah yeah because yeah, I, that? That, yeah. Yeah, I need to I need to just advertise and, 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 okay. and, um, and it, I think it takes I need to work out exactly when because uh, I don't know if, it, if it's US time or, or, or right. Greenwich Mean Time um, that they run the clock by so if I advertise it as free, start it as free. It's probably American time because yeah, the Americans think the whole world revolves around them. Sort of does. It? <laughs> <laughs> it probably does over Amazon anyway. I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I'm not dissing that at all. It's Amazon more, I mean, than, more than welcome. And then the, the stuff Amazon have done um, is probably a good thing anyway. Especially, I mean, especially with e-books. I did read something about e-books that they're trying to. Uh, I mean, not not phase out paperbacks. So you never will. Because there's nothing like getting a, but you know, in terms of portability, I mean, I've yeah. just got the, um, which I'm so jealous of. Yeah, I've just got the iPhone six plus. For I, I needed to get a phone on my business. Um, account, no, I will so get. I'll, I'll, I'll get one plus. as soon as my. Really nice, but for reading, uh, the text is just you can get so much text on the page. Yeah. It's so nice to read on. Um, I can't remember who said it, but it was yeah. going on along the lines of it might have even been Sean Locke, saying uh, that e-books are a good thing because I mean, why why do we read books and then. Um, put them on a bookshelf to parade and and um, show everybody else that we've read this book. Yeah. It's a complete waste of space kind of thing. I do like I do like having a, a I like having, books, a having a bookshelf, but I like having and a, a lot of the, a lot of the books I have, I will read again or look forward to reading to reading again. Yeah. Um, just looking at mine now, what have I got to read next? I mean, I've, I need to read I need to read Game of Thrones. I need to reread. I might reread Hunger Games, maybe just because the the, the other films coming just out. Just because the films rubbish. Need to read the Maze Runner. Remind yourself how good it is. What? It's the Maze Runner. I still need to. Re- I, I don't know if it's a trilogy. I, d- I need to start reading that actually, but I've got. It's a quadrilogy, isn't it? I think it is actually. Well, I think the Death Cure came out. No. No, sorry, the Scorch Trials. I think came out. No, that's book. So which one's the last one? Prequel. So sorry, Maze Runner's the, the first Kill one. Order. The Kill Order is the prequel. I think that was. Was that written afterwards? So, yeah. So Maze Runner's number two, Kill Order's the prequel to Maze Runner. Yeah. And then Scorch Trials Scorch and the Death Cure. Scorch Trials second, Death Cure is number three, yeah. Cool. Um, I still need to finish reading the Iliad. Got about a quarter of the way through that. Yeah. That's, that's a big book. Yeah, no, that's, um, that is a bit massive. So there's, the, I mean, and it is a tactile, that's why, that's why I order my proofs off Create Space for, yeah. for, for these novels and stuff. That's why I order the proofs in paperback form just so, because um, it's, it's just nice getting a, getting a pen reading through a page, okay, marking no, physically totally. on the page. I mean, um, that's one of the reasons why I've gone back to a Filofax as well. I now have a Filofax and I write down all my um, all my photo shoots and everything go in the Filofax rather than being hidden on the phone. So it's yep. it's almost more visual when you write things down and it's on it's on paper, um, which we need to talk about next week 
about the journals and writing down. Yeah, because I uh, project because you've yeah, had a bit of a breakthrough. Well, I've started. Yeah, a realization. I think, I, think I mentioned were. the the, the uh, book Zephyr, or I think I might call it the Zephyr line. I'm still undecided. Yeah. Um, but I've had a, a, a lot of yeah, a lot of progress on that in terms of the planning stage and actually doing it in an A4 pad with lines and then sticking those sticking bits of paper up on the wall yeah. and actually making like a a plan. Yeah. Um, it's just solidified the story, especially the backstory and the plot and the order that things happen in a, a lot more. So it's than that, it's that visual, side, visual side of writing down, which I don't think you can particularly get, but we'll talk about that next week. I don't yeah. think you can particularly get that kind of visual thing on a computer. No, you can't. Uh, I think it's almost missed. Oh, you'd, you'd screen would just have to be massive. Yeah. And it, it's, I mean, I've got 27-inch iMac that I work on, but even that's not... And it's not... You can get a couple of... Uh, couple it's of, not tactile enough. No, it's not... Uh, Brilliant. So episode five sorted. Hopefully, we haven't offended anybody. And even if you have, well, you I should see the should see the shirt I'm wearing at the moment. What does it say? World Series. <laughs> well, no, actually, it's just yeah. It's, Do you know? I, it's the Boston the, Red Sox winning the World Series. Do you in know why it's called the World Series? No, go for it. Well, there was a there's a newspaper called uh, the World or the something World. Like it's obviously now defunct, and they yeah. sponsored. Oh, really? They sponsored it, yeah. So that's why it's called the World Series? That's what it's called the World Series. Well, there we go. I learned that Hitchens, actually. He said he got to America. He's like, <laughs> he's like, why do they call it World Series? No one else plays this bloody game. <laughs> he says, apart from maybe Hawaii and Japan. <laughs> Japan, yeah. And he, then he found out that they, there it's was just there a sponsored was a name. So that's another reason that sponsors can change World Series, yeah. change history. So it could have been, it could have been called, the, that, could have been called the Daily Series. Or the Daily Series, there we go. Else. It's the reason why Santa Claus has got a red coat. Anyway, let's yeah. uh, let's finish Wrap that up. one there. See you next week. Cheers, buddy. Cheers. And we will break to music now, but Ash still hasn't written. I, it, so I haven't got enough time. Well, it'll be in the next, I don't know, next month or so. Next Once I've got enough so. time. Well, we've, we've, we're past a month of this now, so we're uh, we're almost yeah almost in the furniture, as it were. Right, I will see you later. Take care. Yeah. Right.